needs more salt. Hello and welcome to the Super Salty Podcast with me, Nilesh Durari, and my co-host, Max Wallace. Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the Super Salty Podcast. Um, it's been a while from your perspective, but from our perspective, we recorded an entire, an, an entire episode on Tiger King and then, uh, and then technical difficulties, so it, it will never see the light of day. Right from the but start, anyways, he's out yeah, me. Welcome back. I am responsible to make sure this I gets never said recorded what happened. properly. I said there's technical. Can I just tell you that, you know, in order to do this webcam thing that we do, I have a piece of software called vMix. Actually, it's my copy is called vMix Basic HD, and it is actually a more professional. Um, I don't know what you want to call it. It's it's designed for a studio. It's designed for a studio with people who know what they're doing. I'm using it because I can specifically set up triggers so that when audio is coming out of my desktop, that's you, Max, and the camera goes to you. And when I talk, it goes to me on the Discord of which we use to record this show. Um, the pain in the ass thing is that every time I open it, our the save file and the project file that makes this show happen, I have to remember... For both me and you, I have to checkbox audio. And last week, I did do it, but I restarted it and, you know, uh, I just forgot to check. This has happened before. Um, I'm kind of trying to find a better solution. But last week, we talked about Tiger King for a whole episode. And the recording is just us moving our mouths in silence. <laughs> Uh, you know, maybe one day we could do some lip reading and sort of, um, you know, piece things back together like the archaeologists that we could be. But uh, I don't know. For now, I feel like we're, we're both in a place we talked about this really briefly over text. We're kind of um, it's been long enough since we've seen Tiger King that we could talk about it for a little bit. But like, I don't oh, God, that show's stressful. Like, fuck that show for a little while. <laughs> like <laughs> the really bottom line, Max, the absolute bottom line is Carol Bas- Baskin, Carol Baskin, killed her husband, and that is just how it is. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. She's a little, she's a little strange. She didn't react very much emotionally to the news of her husband when she talks about him and all that stuff. So, one, one could think. I think the real takeaway from the show is that all three of these people who you are led to believe. Uh, maybe in the beginning, this person's good, this person's bad, this per- you know, they all suck. All of them suck. Everyone sucks. It's kind of the moral of the story. Everyone <laughs> sucks. Like, maybe like four episodes in, I looked at my girlfriend and was like, who are we supposed to be rooting for again? Because it just seems like a show where everyone is the bad person. Yeah, that's, that's 100% sort of where you end up at... Uh, Episode seven, which is the which is the true last episode, they did like a Joel McHale interview thing. Oh, episode and it's, eight, and it's episode trash. eight in Netflix, yeah. but it's not. You know, um, it's an episode as much as the Walking, the Talking <laughs> Dead is a Walking Dead episode. It's, it's just to say, it's not. That's a very good comparison. That's an excellent comparison. Um, yeah, some 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 white dude with his spiky fucking hair. Hey guys, uh, so that episode was crazy. We have the people on the show here with me. Oh, oh. you know, same shit, same shit. <laughs> I'll say I like Chris Hardwick a lot more than Joel McHale. <laughs> I asked Netflix if it was okay for me to do this, and they said we'll send you an iPhone. And I'm like, at that point, I was like, I'm over this. I'm already over this. Um, I'm amazed in seeing these like talk shows, uh, the Tiger King uh, wrap up episode, episode eight, and and like Jimmy Fallon, all these shows. None of them can take a GH5 home. They can afford it. Like, what the? F- Why do they have to do iPhones? Like, well, just take just take an easy to use DSLR that l- would look amazing. Use what's, that. What's amazing, Max, is that uh, all your talk use show a, hosts use a lapel mic. What the fuck? All your talk show hosts and all your little celebrities and all your famous people are trying to become like YouTubers, effectively not on youtube they could be anywhere but they're trying to be a youtuber and yeah. they have no technical experience 
and like it's like the most basic thing that kids can do now. Well, okay, I don't want to say it like because they're old and the uh, but like it's pretty fundamental stuff to making content at home. It's stuff that you figure out. You just take the time to figure it out, so it doesn't suck. And evidently, they can't do quality control. So of course, like Gal Gadot, some. Um, uh, that that montage of a song that she did, and everyone was like, "This is terribly cringy. This is bad. Please stop." <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's crazy to think that like all these famous people have no production value when you take this stuff away. <laughs> no, they're like um, they they are just they. I mean, it's not it's nothing we didn't already know. I mean, they're they're the talent. So when you put the talent by themselves, it's like whoa, whoa. I think um, it's made me really appreciate uh, the independent content creators on on our, I'll say our platform. We're both we were both active on YouTube at one point. You you much more recently than me, mm. uh, and it it takes work and practice. I think I maybe um, don't appreciate how much time I put into it and how far I, I had come. I, I don't know. I tend to belittle my own accomplishments in general but then but you see someone who's like super talented and, and these people who were on saturday night live and then they try to be youtubers and they can't do it it's like whoa yeah. <laughs> whoa it's kind of fuck maybe it's not easy shit okay <laughs> now right. who's the wheat from the chaff <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. so kind of makes me want to get back on and do better you know you should like, do yeah, it. I upload a video been, that's better than jimmy fallon i've been trying <laughs> to convince you for like since we started this podcast and even before that like you know we have a lot of mutual friends uh in fact a lot of people i know here on this side of the pond know who you are and we'd all love to see you make videos again and it doesn't have to be like here's what i've learned from making videos like because i've been doing kind of on and off quite a lot more so consistently recently I've been doing, like, I tried the typical YouTuber thing. I tried the, like, let's make entertainment for entertainment's sake sort of thing. And, like, it's okay to do that. Like, it's okay because then you can find your footing. If it takes a hundred really mediocre videos to really find out what works and doesn't work, then just do a hundred mediocre videos because it takes... It's throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. And I never really knew. Like, all my, like, friends from my bachelors were like, why don't you make tech-style videos? And at the time, um, maybe tech tech videos hadn't really come, not into play, but, like, none of them were really that great, is the truth. And a lot of them were tutorials. Yeah, Linus still had tech tips back then. Yeah, yeah. He, he hadn't run out of tech tips back then. But, like, software things and stuff, and I, I just couldn't imagine it. And, lo and behold, now I have a game dev series on YouTube, where I'm uh, making my puzzle platformer game. And, of all things, that's the thing that's sort of taking off and finding its footing and bringing people... And it's strange. Like, I'm going back to... I have watch time, Max. That's new. <laughs> and yeah. I have subscribers I think you're really natural at day. it. I mean, this is a, a unique perspective I have, and, and I'm sure some people that are close to you have, that um, it's it's like you're we're doing this in private and you're telling me about how your game works and what you just fixed. I yeah. mean, it's like... I mean, that's it. Just feels it feels natural. Like watching one of those videos, I'm like, yeah, this is like when we're talking about some weird collision problem you fixed or something. And now my cat's just trying to talk in things. What's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I'm glad you. I'm glad you found your footing and found something that's um, especially natural to you, which is cool. It'll only get better, obviously. So, isn't that right? Well, um, if you're listening and you haven't seen any of it, my channel is Nino, N-E-E-N-A-W, and the last episode of the devlog could use more views because it's like 10% of the first. My first one did really well. It's like at like 7,000. My newest one uh, is still in the hundreds. So yeah, help me out with views. Thanks. But um, I think like 
it takes work. Like, it takes actual work to, like, produce something on your own. And, like, today... Yesterday, I wrote part of a script for a new one. And then today, I've been recording B-roll. And that I've actually... Uh, don't want to spoil it, but, like, I'm looking at an older project that's a different thing that you have seen, but no one else has seen, apart from people have shown. But, like, the internet hasn't seen it in the capacity that I'm going to show it. And... This thing inside me is like, we could rebuild this to make it better. And I'm like, this is the th reason why I haven't released the game. Because I have too many hobbies and projects. And then the second one touches me again, I'm like, hey, hey, where you been? And then I start fixing that up. So I just perpetually just have loads of different side things going on. But I need to like put it under control, like lock it down. Like if I'm going to do a video on a different project that I made ages ago, I'm just going to do what it is, and maybe I'll sprinkle a few things on top, but uh, I need to work on Dino Dungeon. I need to I need to actually finish a game. Finishing things is hard. Like, I know of a podcast... I have major problems with that, called, for sure. Yeah, I know a podcast called Just Finish the Thing, and it's about how sometimes seeing something through gets really difficult, and you end up in a slump. A slump? I have a slump and slump, slump, slump. And, um, <laughs> I like them both. I don't know. I go with the S instead of the SH, but I like both. Maybe I'll switch. <laughs> Make the switch, Max. <laughs> Make the switch. Um, Nintendo Switch. It's it's hard like to see something through sometimes, especially when that thing becomes more and more difficult the more you mess around with it. Like my last video was how I had to redo the save system and I kind of realized that that's not super interesting unless you're in like the Unity world, like the game engine Unity. Um, but maybe it is interesting if you want to make a game like this to know that like you have to make a save system that doesn't suck. And my first save system kind of sucked. Yeah. I have a pretty cursory knowledge of um, programming. I know some Python. I've attempted some other ones. And uh, I, I think it, it worked for me in terms of how you laid it out and, and presented the information. I think uh, what it uh, ends up doing for the, for the content, for the explanation, is showing like how much goes into something so, so like you wouldn't pay attention to it if you were playing the game. You wouldn't think about, oh, man, they must have really... Worked on the safe system, you just like don't even think about it. So that really put it in perspective, like how much goes into this. Like, oh well, you need to remember how many dinosaurs you have and which places you completed, and if this thing is broken or not. And it's like, whoa, there's a ton of shit that needs to be correct when you load a save. Yeah, and I thought that was interesting. Yeah, even as a person who doesn't make games. What's crazy so. is that you have to make like I had to make sure my save file gets read before Unity attempts to load the scene. <laughs> And I was like, so I have to do this for every sit anyway. And we're getting way too technical, but I want to move into something else that's still sort of game devy. Mm -hmm. But um, I sent you a three D an image of a three D rendered donut, <laughs> and you were like, yeah. "That's crazy." <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, you, uh, you, you, both you and my brother. Just at the at the same like the same day, like <laughs> we're just suddenly interested in in getting get a blender. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with people in my life? Have I missed blender? something? Is this the new Corona? <laughs> what, yeah, what the hell is going on? Well, why today? Should I make a and, donut uh, in Blender? Said <laughs> <laughs> two people in my life on the same day, um, in different continents. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool. I, I think I have Blender installed on my computer right now, and. Uh, I just haven't. I haven't done. I haven't used it for more than a day in a row. <laughs> so, like Blender two point eight is like a definitive sort of step in Blender. Old Blender, really old Blender, is almost unusable. You have no idea without a manual. Then Blender, as most people know it, is usable but still kind of difficult and sort of nonsensical in the UI and hard to. Uh, Kind of hard to remember where things are. I feel the same way about 3ds Max. And then New Blender, Blender 2.8, is like a big user interface uh, shift, and it's really good. Like it's so good. Like um, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. It's you know how like we've talked about this on the show before that like 
Adobe Illustrator and Adobe Photoshop are just completely different pieces of software, even yeah, though they're almost shit. the same thing. You, you don't think they are when you... A lot of people will know Photoshop first and then go to Illustrator. Mm-hmm. You have no idea mm-hmm. <laughs> how insane Illustrator is. You know how like you, you never use the pen tool in Photoshop? Well, that's all you're going to use in Illustrator. So mm-hmm. suddenly, that that alone is like, holy fuck. So like, <laughs> I feel like if you're decent at Photoshop or like have the ability to know something quite well like Photoshop or Unity, uh, Blender, new Blender, Blender 2.8 is actually kind of pretty understandable. So both me and your brother had done Blender Guru's tutorial, uh, which is he makes a donut. This is the new tutorial he'd made for Blender 2.8 because his old tutorial, which was also make a donut, was for old Blender, so he did it again. Um, that's why we both... <laughs> it's it's a quinky dink for sure because he's, he's okay. in Italy. Italy, is it? Yes. And I'm in England and we're both Corona countries and you're a Corona country too. <laughs> That's right. Also, I guess I want to correct myself earlier when I said two two people in my life from different continents. It's not true. Same continent. <laughs> it's, it's Actually, Europe. Max, we've Brexited, so we are. <laughs> it's the same continent. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. Honest to God, like um, oh, my man. my girlfriend was doing like a a Zoom work quiz. And she wanted me in the room because I'm actually quite good at trivia. I soak up all sorts of useless knowledge. It's insane. It's insane. Um, and what I am not good at is geography, trivia questions. Me a- a- neither. My God, where are things? Where are things in the world? But also, I think me and you, if we didn't know something like a geographical place... It falls under the category of stuff that we can just look up. Sure, sure. So, like, so I think maybe our brains subconsciously are like, we don't need to keep this. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like Robert Downey Jr., Sherlock Holmes. No, Benedict Cumberbatch, Sherlock Holmes, that didn't know that this, the world evolves around the sun. And then he says, what good is that information to me? <laughs> <laughs> I need to rewatch that show. Yeah, because I love it. But holy fuck, yeah, that's a great, it's a great parallel. That's like an extreme version. We're getting too far from the topic. Um, oh, that's our thing. So that's our freaking thing, boy. Super solid Ain't podcast, it? my guy. Ain't it, boy? Um, Ain't it, boy? Yeah, where sorry. Are we? There's like three topics I'm choosing from, but let's stick with the same. I am learning Blender because. I like I want to be a good game developer or game designer. And one thing that I'm sort of ashamed of is that and this is kind of really sucky cuz like I have education like uh, art and films and stuff. But um I am not very good at 3D art. Um it's not the modeling part that you think would be the hard part. I've actually done modeling before. What's actually really hard especially in the sense of video games, is the textures and materials that you have to make. So, like, turns out I'm actually fairly good at photoshopping a texture. So, like, I, sh- I showed you that I had made a, um, I had made a, a little medicine box called Antiviral, and it, you didn't zoom in, but in small letters, it, it says... I kind of did. I didn't read things individually, but... <laughs> it says hydro, 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 hydroxychloroquine, <laughs> <laughs> which is the hot topic these days. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, good. And, um, Very good. Yeah. I also, like... It so just looked I'm, like some Half-Life shit. It just... Like in a... If someone read it Half-Life 2, it'd be like some fucking item I'd have to pick up. Some, some fake medicine, <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. I'm having fun making like a fake company that has a monopoly on everything. <laughs> I don't know why that's interesting. I just, I've, I'm having fun with Blender. Uh, just so you know, the parts that are really difficult are shaders and materials and making things tessellate and wrapping things around wrapping a texture around an object without the seam and all this stuff that um you know i thought i understood and now i realize i know nothing (laughs) yeah i feel like that's when you when you get into anything the more you learn to realize you you realize how uh how little you know 
Exactly. I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, speaking of, uh, past week or so, it's actually been about eight days, according to Duolingo. Ooh. I've been trying to learn Korean. Goddamn. Yeah. I don't know what hit me, but I caught the Korean bug. That's in a pandemic. That's like, I can't use it metaphor effectively, I don't think. But what a cool culture. What a cool language. You ever you ever try to get into a second language of sorts? You ever tried diving in? Or have you successfully done it? Oh, you're asking me. I thought you were about yeah. to sell me something. No, that wasn't um, rhetorical. No. Uh, no I can understand French, colloquial French, because cool. my family are from Mauritius, and slavery and the dialect is somewhat French. okay here we go yeah i I went to a dark place and brought it back real quick hey every place has their their interesting history and it it bleeds into the modern era because life indian people don't come from africa (laughs) i I guess so huh (laughs) is so so uh here's a continent question since it's not on the mainland is mauritius in Africa, it's it was considered or, what, an is African. It, just thing? it was considered an African island for a really long time, and then some independent stuff, and then some other stuff. And is England a continent now because of Brexit? I don't know. And there, that's <laughs> that's how it goes. Geography is my strong suit. Oh, I'll good, tell you this good, real quick. Good. Mauritius yes. is the oh educational nugget here. Dude, Mauritius dude, is. I got some for you. Yeah. <laughs> Mauritius is the um, is the Switzerland of Africa. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yes. Right. Now yeah, think yeah, about yeah. the kind All of right. freaking Metal Gear Solid Five type shit that goes on in Africa, and then think of all the hot, wet, drenched blood money <laughs> that goes in and out of those banks. Oh, how fun! What yeah. a great time. And like, um, so. I, it's a small country, you know a lot of people, especially people who like, everyone knows not someone who owns a resort or a hotel, or something, because the entire economy is really built off tourism, tourism, and like, my cousins were like, why are all these South Africans here? Not in like a weird way, but like, why is it always South, we've been here for like two weeks, and people keep coming in and out, and they're always South Africans, and I just looked at them and went, warlords. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Don't you love when you have a have a good one word explanation for something? Like, Feels great. Really? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's so it's it's a strange thing when like other people realize that I'm not just some brown kid that grew up here and knows nothing about the homeland. I actually kind of do, <laughs> and um, I know quite a lot about it. In fact, it's funnier in Metal Gear Solid Five. Mother base is around Seychelles, which is in the cluster of islands that Mauritius is in. It's like I Mauritius, didn't know that. Seychelles, Rodriguez, and Mother Base from Metal Gear Solid 5. And Mother Base. <laughs> <laughs> that is so interesting. Now I need to play the game so I can feel closer to you. Yes. <laughs> Shit, dude. Hey, well, did you know that uh, South Koreans count their age differently than, than we would? Fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to know your South Korean age? Yeah. I'm 26. Okay. okay. Has it been your birthday yet this year? This, this, um... this year. Has your birthday passed this year? No. Then you are 28 <laughs> in Korea. I'm 28. <laughs> Yeah, so, so, so the day you're born, the day yeah. you're born, you yes. are one. The day you leave the womb, you are one years old in South Korea. <laughs> because they count your time like in the womb, I guess. That's and then, fucking and then crazy. This is, that's like, you can almost understand that. It's like, well, okay, I guess I've been like like moving a, a, a lot of cells that's been moving for that long. Okay, like I get that. I guess three the months part, before the next my... Part of it, <laughs> the next part of it is that every, every year, at the beginning of the year, January 1st, Everybody in the entire country goes up a year. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, yeah. So they call what our age is like. Well, that's the inter- That's called international age. That's just <laughs> they have their international age. They have their Korean age. And so, and then you might be thinking, 
Well, what if you're born on like December 31st? Then you're a year old for a day. <laughs> and then you're two the God next damn, day. son. It makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, isn't that cool? Well, it's kind of neat. It's weird that in like in in my culture, in my parents' culture, my family's culture, um, like you're in Western culture, you have like second cousin, right? Yeah, sure. But sure, like. Yeah. Like a like a cousin with the common ancestor being your great grandparents instead of your grandparents, or it's just weird. Like it doesn't make any sense. Things just get distilled down to uncles, aunties, and cousins. Sure. In, in and it doesn't. You don't do this complicated stuff. It just you just you just get assigned something that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. And it's heavily um, reliant. I'll on say age. too. I mean, we we're not. Most people, I feel like, aren't super close with their second. Like, I don't remember the last time I saw a second cousin. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, it's probably been like ten years or something. But I can, I can tell you their names. Like, I know who they are. Um, what some of them are doing, ish, you know, Facebook and all that. Um, there's, there's actually, and for those interested who are like, you know, I've always wanted to learn what like first cousin once removed and twice removed, what all that shit means. There's a great v- Vsauce video on cousinality. It's a crazy chart that like, once you get it, it's like, okay, this makes sense. Shit's what I don't know. It's super interesting to me how, how you can, how you can figure that out. It's like how many generations do you have to go through to get to the common ancestor? That's the degree of cousin you are to somebody. So if you have to go through your parents and your grandparents to get to your great-grandparents that you have in common, you went through two second cousins. But wait a minute. This person is is the daughter of someone that is to, that is crazy. <laughs> that far from the thing. So they're second cousin once removed because you're in different generations from each other. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> don't get it. Don't care. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. Doesn't matter. Doesn't um, matter. <laughs> it doesn't um, matter. Western culture. It's just strange. Things things get like everything gets a formality here in this side of the world, and this, by the side of the world, I mean the people around the same pond we're around. We get sure. everything gets turned into quite the formality. Uh do 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 do. Trying to think of what we were going to talk about, but my mind's gone blank. I'm very bored. Oh. I'm over this. Um, me and my girlfriend are over, over this. Uh, not over, but over this lockdown situation. We're losing our mind. The other day, I really considered getting a dog. <laughs> Damn, dude, you're, you're having a bad time. I really genuinely think as we, we live on a... It's a house, but it's a flat because we live upstairs. Um, the garden is not ours, so we don't have a garden. So and the dog yeah. would kind of be kind of a sucky move. Um, That's true. Maybe it's time to start thinking about getting a fucking house with a garden, you know? Maybe so. For a dog. That would be a nice thing if you... Yeah. I was talking to someone about this the other day, and I've had dogs in the house before. I took care of um, a couple dogs, family dogs, so they weren't... They weren't mine, mine, but they were like, you know, mm-hmm. they're in the fam, you know, mm-hmm. they're my cousins, you know, no, <laughs> once removed. But, um, and they're great. <laughs> once removed. And they're great and all, but, uh, I work, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm out of the house nine and a half, 10 hours a day. So I can't do it. Like you really have to, they, they take a lot of, they require a lot of attention. And as you may have heard earlier in the episode, I have a cat. They're better for that. So I'm a cat guy. My, I think um, they're, they're, they're a great option if you aren't in the mm. house all the time. And that's another thing for context during this pandemic. I, um, I work in news, so I, my job hasn't changed. Yeah. So I, just, I still go to work. But now it's more, now it's more dangerous. That's the only difference. <laughs> my job is now more dangerous. Like, during the week, I was like, I'm going to message Max, but I should probably wait until he gets home. And my girlfriend was like, why isn't he home? <laughs> I was like, like I was going out fucking partying. He's a key like, worker. He has to. He doesn't get. He's yeah. he works in news. He can't. Yeah. Um. I. The only reason anyone around me knows what's going on is we have to tell them. Because yeah. <laughs> they aren't going on to the Department of Health and Human Resources can, website. We had to watch a TV. Can I just tell you? 
like the rest of the world has no idea what the fuck you guys are doing. <laughs> like, we have no. we look at the news coming out of your country and we're like, you know, what things aren't so bad here. You know, uh- <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a great example. So okay, so the last time you heard my phone make a notification noise, mm-hmm. it was a push notification for a news story, and the, and this was like worded as like good news. Um, it's like New York governor, governor Cuomo says that like death, to- daily death toll in just New York city is under 400 people. <laughs> that's like good news for yeah. a single city that that's, they have less than 400 deaths. That's scary. Yeah. I I'm lucky. I'm in the, so out of the, every, all the 50 States we, well, at least for a little while had the least and we're the last to get our first one. So if I had to be anywhere in the entire country, like I'm in a pretty decent spot. We still have, um, I forget the total amount. I'm sure we're we're approaching thousand or past a thousand cases. I think around thirty deaths statewide. So not great, but you know our total deaths the entire time is a tiny fraction of a good day of deaths in New York City. So yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Things could be worse. Like uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's uh, funny too I, my brother's in Italy and that was at one time one of the worst places if mm-hmm. not the worst so I was like oh my brother's in Italy oh shit and now like the US is, is so unbelievably by a factor of many numbers worse so okay like, look, look, good for him I you know like I said I 3D modeled a box of medication called antiviral and I labeled it hydroxychloroquine and that's obviously a low blow for your president because he was saying some dumb shit. And hydroxychloroquine he- is my favorite character from uh, fucking the one. Oh shit! I can't remember the name of the movie. It's gonna ruin the joke. <laughs> Suicide Squad. Oh, Suicide okay. Squad. Hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Harlequin. That's the. Uh, oh, that was I the joke. see. I see. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's not a good one. It wasn't obvious enough. <laughs> that's what they come here for. That's what we get downloads for. That's what's why the Joker's girlfriend's name, Hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> that's why we were 16th most popular video game podcast in Russia. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, fuck, uh, that's great. That's you know, cool. In Russia, you're not allowed fucking microphones because you might be speaking. So that's probably how, how we How cool of a place is Russia? They're friendly with North Korea. That's how cool they are. Uh, since you're Korean now, I'm really sorry that your supreme yeah. leader, Kim Jong-un, has died, maybe. No one knows. But, you know, you gotta, you got to watch out for Jim. <laughs> you got to watch out for Kim Jong-un. <laughs> thank John- you. That doesn't make any sense. you got to yeah, watch out yeah. for Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <sighs> Kim Jong-un. Uh, I think it would be his... Was it his wife or daughter? Or what was Jesus it? Christ. No, he's pretty. He's relatively young. It would be his wife, right? I don't know. No one knows. <laughs> a, uh, it would be a lady. But I don't know. It's interesting. I think at this time, I mean, things will be different, I guess, by the time someone listens to this. Maybe. I don't know. But some are saying he's on a beach chilling. <laughs> some people say he's in a vegetative state after a surgery. Both of those are on the table right now, which is um, pretty strange. Maybe he's still on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're gonna get assassinated now so thanks for watching the last episode of super salty (laughs) um they'll never get me they'll never take me alive which isn't their intention anyway (laughs) but yeah i'm easy to kill i'm brown in the words of people ain't thinking about it quoting his wife you will never get this you will never get this (laughs) um i have to watch so much tv which is unlike me but um you know, it's been it's been tricky to keep at it, like throwing myself at my desk and making things happen. And you know, it's not I'm not going to start blaming myself for watching TV a bit more. Better Call Saul is an excellent show, and it's the prequel show to Breaking Bad about the character uh, Jimmy McGill, otherwise known as Saul Goodman. And it's yep. really good. I don't know why we stopped watching it. I think it had like a mid-season break and then we fell off it. Or maybe just watched too many one go. And then I was like, oh boy, it's getting difficult to watch. Uh, it's great. I realized like um, I watched maybe like the f- some of the first season of that like years ago. 
And, I, and like during episode three, I'm like, is this the fucking guy from Mr. Show? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. You know, I before you told me where you lived, I always yeah. envisioned that you lived in like where they set the show for freaking Breaking Bad. Oh no, uh, your downstairs uh, house, the house, your downstairs that you used to film in is like orange balls, and I remember you have like uh like a bull head type oh, thing, yeah, yeah. and I was like. Max owns a gun. Max has a desert eagle. Because <laughs> it looks so like um, like a Spanish-y vibe uh, on the border of Texas kind of vibe. And now uh, you tell me. And then you were like, oh, dude, it's snowing outside. I'm like, something doesn't add up here. <laughs> you know, I'm happy to report uh, that's my living room. It's still here. And I still have the bull's head up there. Excellent. Life's good. Excellent. Oh, yeah. I just decided to switch some bedrooms around, make this an office. I'm here ah. now. Still in there. Still good. We still there. It's still Santa Fe over in my living room. Sorry to like switch up conversation topics so much, but this is just a talk shit episode. I I told you about how like I almost ended up with a cat. I think so. Refresh me. Okay. So it was winter and Mm -hmm. uh, we went outside for some reason or I take the trash out, I assume, or something small like that. And there was just a cat on my girlfriend's car and it was on the hood because that's what cats do when it's cold they find warm places and the engine had been running and i don't let it in at first but then like i watch something and then i look outside and it's still there i'm like if he doesn't go it's like negative celsius max (laughs) i know that's hard for you people over there but zero is when Fahrenheit. Oh my lord. Um, <laughs> I wonder where the word Fahrenheit comes from. Why does it such a German sounding word? I was say, How it sounds is it? pretty fucking German. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of Operation Paperclip there. Anyway. <laughs> and wouldn't Germany use Celsius, which is its own weird thing? <laughs> <laughs> the real scientists, after all. Um, so. So some American who fucking went to Germany. I have a great name for degree. <laughs> this is the problem with me. I am weak when it comes to animals, uh, which is strange because I've never really had proper pets. I let it in the house, Max, and I'm just like, yeah. "Do not freeze to death." And then I kick it out, and I'm like, "Go home." <laughs> and then, like an hour passes, I look outside. It's on my girlfriend's car, and it's like midnight and it's like negative 10 or something i'm like if it doesn't go home it's gonna die (laughs) so we had a cat for a night and then we took it to uh the vet in the morning and i was like is it a stray and just by the behavior of an animal you can tell it's not a stray it's like royalty it like it expects to be treated like royalty so then like we find that it's chipped and they're like do you want to take it to its owners i'm like yeah, sure. We take it to owners and they explain to us, we have other pets. It's our first pet. He doesn't like it here anymore because of the other pets. And, like, we meet the other pets. So, like, one's, like, uh, just the cutest puppy. And he's, like, yeah, the cat hates him. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm, like, what's the cat called? And he's, like, Cola. And I'm, like, I try, I swear to God, Max, I try to throw this man a bone. Is it with a K? He's, like, no. Cola, like the drink. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, I know, it's like a Russian name or something, right? You're just like, no. It's because it's a black cat. And I'm just, uh, I tweeted about this. If you happen to follow me on Twitter, you probably know the story already. Um, so we tried having the cat and we tried sorting out with the landlord. And the cat stayed here for three. D- Have I told the story on the podcast? It's possible. We're pretty forgetful. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, we try having this cat and like, it's strange how attached to an animal you can get real quick. And it had a spot on the step, which I understand because the step is slightly higher to where we sleep and it wants us to know that it's royalty. (laughs) And, um, they like the high ground or or a cave, the two things that a cat really digs. It was like a mature cat, like it didn't play so much, but it was interested in playful things, so we'd watch it. But um one day, uh we had a little box. It was huge, but the cat had been trained to use a little box in a different way for some reason. All four legs 
all four feet are in the, the kitty litter. The butt is completely clear from the kitty litter tray and hanging over. <laughs> and like, he poops on the wall. And I remember the poop physics. Poop has physics. Poop has its own physics. If you had to yeah, program sure. it, you'd have to make it's your own properties. It's influenced by the, uh, the mass of the earth. You it's know, like, it's towards the center. Exactly. Yeah. It's a strain and the poop physics yeah. and how it like uh-huh. slid down the wall and over the skirting board. I'm not, tell, and, tell me about this cat poop from a game dev perspective. <laughs> soft body physics. It must be. Uh, some kinematics. Uh Kind of like the game Flat Out from the PlayStation 2 when you yeah. get flung out of a car windshield kind of thing. And some, some form of... some some Definitely some friction, Max. <laughs> That's an in-joke for if you've ever seen my devlog. Sure. Um, and I tried to move him into the kitty tray whilst he was pooing and it was just and he screamed at me and I felt bad but that's not like the that's not really like why it all fell apart um he went on like a complete hunger strike uh, I think it's good like he was a he was a cat that used to go home to home beg for food and that was his like daytime routine get food at these suckers so I can get fed three to four times as much as I usually be fed especially at home fuck those guys and their new pets and all of a sudden he's just with us and he really liked us all the body language stuff was good and like uh waking up scratching me like grooming me with and claws and like coming to the room and meowing at me i'm like hey cola with c and it just went on hunger strike and i think it's because uh if it was going to stay with us it was going to be a house cat and the owners knew this so we tried to make a house cat and i think like it liked us but it liked outside more oh we did talk about this at one point it wasn't on the podcast because then i told you when it went back um we told them about how like the cat did a weird poo and the owner blamed me for giving the cat dreamies because her friend said that dreamies was a laxative and you said why do people take advice from their friends that know nothing? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did talk about this off podcast. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and obviously, Dreamies isn't a laxative. I-, I was giving it Dreamies because it wouldn't eat anything else. And then it stopped eating Dreamies. And I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's <laughs> the story so of how particular. we almost had a cat. Uh, my girlfriend has had dogs ever since she was little. And I think one day a uh, dog is a good shout yeah yeah if especially because there's there's more than one of you mm. if there's if there's more time with a person in the house it's like they're great i, mm-hmm. I love them so much um i mean there's it's the most affectionate animal you can get pretty much um that's like manageable and they're they're great i love them very much i i will say cats uh you have to kind of luck out with them I think they vary more in personality. You could get one that's like insane and a total asshole and is different all the time. Mm-hmm. You can get one of these fellas that's just, just kind of, you know, <laughs> he talks a lot, but that's about it. He's pretty, he can poop good. He eats pretty good. He doesn't scratch stuff too bad. You know, he just talks all the fucking time. Stop it. <laughs> Go. I love him so much. I want to say that, like, our <laughs> our beard progress is excellent. I've decided because I knew from like week two of the lockdown that like haircuts and stuff are going to be basically impossible unless you do it yourself. You've done it yourself. You've done a good job. I I, I said yeah. like very soon. Like I can't wait to see people's Corona haircuts, and some of them are terrible. Uh, yours is good, and because I'm not going to get a haircut, I just let it. I'm just gonna let it go long. Just see what happens. Just see what happens. A lot sure. of people are doing the right down the middle inverted mohawk. Find That's it fun. hilarious. I find it funny. I'm not gonna do it though. And, and normally, I would go a little wilder. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, as we discussed already on the podcast, I have to. I still like have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> so I can't like. That's I don't know. Like all the uh, all the tutorials and guides how to cut your own hair. Like, you know what? And if you mess it up, it's not a big deal because, you know, we're all inside. I'm like, no, we're not. But okay, thank you. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I went with a very basic sort of thing. And uh, for the listeners out there, I had 
uh, I don't know. I guess we'll call it an undercut. It's really not an undercut. It wasn't like, you know, shave your head up to the part line. It was more, it was, it was very short on the sides, like longer on top. So you could style it on top kind of thing. And it's been, I mean, when the pandemic started, it had already been a couple months. So it was growing out at that point. So my bangs now are like past my mouth. Like my hair is like really long on top. And uh, the hair around my, my ears was like going into my ears. The hair on the back of my neck was like, it was just getting to like mullet territory if it wasn't for the other hair being long. It was just getting like, I hated looking at it. So finally today I decided, I like looked up a guy how to trim around the sides and the back. I did a scissor cut by myself on the back of my head and it, it, it worked. I just did it by feel. Just get a comb, grab a group of hair, and then like feel how long it is, and just cut and just go, and it's fine. It's all right. I can hear them applauding. I can hear them applauding, Max. I I'm so happy to be on the other side of it because I <laughs> I had been like thinking about it for like five days. I'm like, I gotta cut my hair. Oh no, that's terrifying. I can't cut my hair. I have to go to work. To I have a job still. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna go into work and look like an idiot in front of the governor of the state and all these politicians and people I have to talk to every day. And my boss and my coworkers want to look like an idiot, so I put it off. But um, I don't know; it's doable. I just did something. I did like a, a low impact sort of like. So the guide I followed, and um, and your hair is like pretty similar, actually, in like style to mine. Like in mm-hmm. length, it's like relatively. It's pretty close. Um, there's a guide on like how to cut your hair yourself while you're growing it out. I'm like that's technically what's happening that's not the end goal for me but that's what's happening because i can't go to a bar shop so yeah it's like trim trim this little trim this little triangle around my ear you know neat neaten this up here good good it looks deliberate now it looks gang gang a, a grown out haircut that used to be good <laughs> see i'm just i'm completely content because usually i understand now you know when like a girl tries to grow their hair from short too long there's that middle okay. part where they have to resist cutting it again um because it's they're tough it's yeah. tough um uh, i understand that now with my beard because my beard looks really good when it's like uh longer than stubble but not quite like a what do you call a beard really and then it gets into beard territory but because when i was young i used to scratch my face a lot whilst it grew it's fairly patchy but there's like a middle part and it lasts a really long time where the beard looks really, really trash. Uh, and yeah, same. Oh, for sure. Mm. I don't like how my beard looks until about a month and a half, two months in. But, like, now I'm, like, it's getting much more longer and, like, thicker. And I'm kind of beginning to like where it's going. And really, like, when when was I ever going to try this? You know? Like, a lockdown. It's a perfect time. Where I don't, I, I'm, I'm not a key worker at the moment and like um well i've been i've been asked not to go to the care home but uh because my family worried i was gonna get sick and also my girlfriend was sick and i was sick so <laughs> everyone's sick and also i'm in the hot spot of where this all began supposedly we're not sure oh yeah who's patient zero <laughs> whoever the <laughs> we had their last name in that one episode Oh, Jesus Christ, that article that name dropped them and <laughs> did like a freaking Google Maps pin drop on everywhere they went. I was like, whoa, you can't I just... remember, it's so funny how how our, how our perspectives have shifted too in terms of like the amount of cases. I remember seeing a map, I'm like, oh man, there's like seven cases all around you. You're fucked, dude. And now there's like, <laughs> now there's like 400 deaths a day in New York City. It's like, well, that's how it is. Dude, I gotta say, uh, Governor Cuomo, that's how you pronounce it, right? <clears throat> yeah, I believe so. Sorry, I don't get to say Spanish words a lot. Um, I yeah, okay. think there should be, like, force him to run for president. <laughs> he doesn't want to. Just force him. <laughs> he has to do it, yeah. Yo, your president wants us, and he says he was sarcastic, but we all know that was bullshit. And we all know that the people in the White House is like, you know what, Trump? You don't get to say questions anymore. I'm sorry. And he was really proposing that people were going to inject themselves with disinfectant. He wants your country to be like little, little guinea pigs. 
just to see what will happen. Like, will you get cured? Inject yourself with freaking Dettol or whatever you get, whatever your American brand of Dettol is. Um, he just talks. He just fucking talks. What was the other thing? Oh, yeah, putting no. putting light, UV light into the body <laughs> somehow. <laughs> I'm just yeah, like, totally doable. Yeah. Someone out there is going to swallow an LED, <laughs> like Christmas lights. <laughs> They're going to take the end of Christmas lights, wait for it to come out the other end, and just whack that baby on. <laughs> Which I wouldn't be surprised if that's. I don't even think you can get UV light from that, and it's like doesn't. It? <laughs> Dude, I remember when like GTA used to be a parody of America, but now America is a parody of GTA. Crazier shit happens in real life than in video games. Yeah, there's not. Um, Women are feeding yeah, their husbands to GTA, tigers, Max. <laughs> in GTA, if you don't do it, there's no mass shootings in the game. You know, it's like pretty. <laughs> So I have it's pretty safe. <laughs> in Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, it's like it's it's just laughing out of sadness. What we're doing. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. The best I, I, one. You know, it's laughter. funny you say that, and we are sort of a video game centric podcast. I kind of got back into Grand Theft Auto Online. Weirdly really? enough, my friend Pat was like, "Hey." Want to just we could do like a biker gang? Oh, in this I see. I'm like, fuck it, let's go, let's do it. Was it just you two? And, uh, uh, initially, and then oh, right. w- one night we got four people together. And it was pretty tight. It was like, ah, oh, shit, this game is actually fun. I fr- four people together and four people you knew. Uh, four. Pat knew them all. I I knew. Okay, fair. I knew three of them. Yeah. So mutual friends. Dude, I could I can tell you straight up if you go in there alone looking for people to play with on in GTA. My guy, you're gonna get called the N word, the cock. Uh, They're pretty, yeah. People are pretty mean spirited in that game, is the thing. Dude, so if you have friends, try already, playing on this side right. of the pond with Russians that want you to know that you're the N word. You're not good at this game, and you should stop trying. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you're that's great. You what? <laughs> and they're no good at the I game either. <laughs> I'm pretty good at GTA, I have to say. I once shot a helicopter down with one shot from a pistol from fairly far away. And those things are hard to do with a sniper rifle. It was it was luck. But I'm good at it. You <laughs> did it, though. I am freaking great at driving and motorcycles. And I have some... Driving's my favorite part in the entire game. Dude, sometimes, especially you now... as fast as you can through traffic. Yeah. And just... 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 With with the gas pedal held all the way down, just moving left and right. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite. It's my favorite activity in the entire game. I do that Love with Watch Dogs it. as well. That's why Watch Dogs is my most played game because like you just, just drive, drive around, around, just drive around, and just because there's nowhere to go where I live. I live in like not rural England, like you think rural England is with like farm. Okay, there's farms nearby, but like I live in heavily populated uh, seaside town sort of area. Uh, I live. Relatively close to Brighton too. Uh, Brighton, there's something to do. But I don't live in Brighton. Where I live, there's nothing to do. So, sometimes, if I find myself playing a game like that, just take a chill pill and just drive around. You know? I've been really... Dude, I've been really considering. Get... (laughs) I'm doing a reverse Joe Rogan here. Getting the hell out of England. Selling your isolation tank? (laughs) No, a different reverse Joe Rogan. You know, all that, they're him and his crew. Vomiting your DMT back out or whatever. (laughs) Him and his crew. I do eat, I do eat um, deer, by the way, because I don't eat beef and pork. I've had it, yeah. Yeah, I don't eat elk. Because where where am I going to find an elk around here? Um, Right, right. If you don't mind the gamey taste, it's fine. It's not bad. But, like, the only other meat I can eat is lamb, which is even more gamey, I, th- I feel. Um, sure, sure. And Maybe. Well, him and his crew are all about moving out of California into a more rural uh, area where it's less populated and um, <clears throat> traffic's not so bad. And even if it's, like... They were talking about, like, a really, really, like, beautiful, foresty but rather snowy area of the country. Can't remember where. That was a burp and a cough at the same time. Um, oh, good. Well, that's just efficient. Get them both out of the way. Exactly. Um, I've always wondered that, not not to ruin your momentum right now, I've always wondered that. If you're famous, 
and you're like, you've got these opportunities. You have you have a diversified income, many of which streams are like through the internet, where you could do them from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Why why the fuck live in the L.A.? What the fuck is move somewhere where it's really easy to live and the cost is low, and you can just do your thing, and you can go. We've talked ride, about this. You actually. go get on a mountain bike and ride in the woods. Like why why not do that? We've talked about this actually. I've what I'm trying to oh. say is that like I'd actually really probably enjoy California. You know, it's if, great. If it I is, had, I like California. If I had a really good spot in California, I know the traffic in LA is disgusting, but the traffic through London is also disgusting, and I've driven that. But it it rains like ten days a year over there, and it's sunny all the time. And IMAX, I don't know if you know this, but I am brown. <laughs> evolution uh, that explains a lot <laughs> evolution has taught my body to expect sunlight <laughs> and i don't get any here <laughs> and the real joke is it's sunny right now and i can't go outside and it sucks <laughs> like i go out yeah, I go and, and, you, and you can't travel <laughs> and you can't go to california i i know i think like <sighs> yeah but at the same time like i got so much family here girlfriend's got family here <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'd have to be like freaking, oof, pretty penny rich <laughs> to be able to free fly anytime, whenever. Oh yeah. So for I sure. think I mean, Max, for me to go to California round trip mm-hmm. just by myself is mm-hmm. like five hundred US. It's a lot. Five hundred. That's that's within the content. Yeah, five hundred dollars. Wow. Round trip. Because I've been to VidCon twice, so I know that for a fact. That's cheap from my perspective. Right, because you're on another continent. I'm saying I'm to in the country and it costs that much. It's just expensive all the time. If you want to go to a European sure, country, imagine, yeah. it's maybe 500 pounds for like an inclusive holiday, which we've done before. But the problem is English people mm-hmm. go there. And my so God. I heard the tube is pretty cheap to just get around everywhere. The tube? I thought. As in like yeah. the tube in London? Yeah. By tube. Isn't it, is, it, is that the intercon- inter- oh, um, international one? I know what you mean. It's not called the tube. The tube is the underground. The tube is the subway over here in London. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, well, I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember what it's called. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. But yeah, you but yeah, go... The one that goes to, you know, Germany and France and like all those places. To France, yeah. Uh, I can't think of what it's called. My mind's gone blank. But like... I don't know. Yeah, from our perspective, when I, when I hear about that, that amazes me mm-hmm. because it's like a US is a place that's really annoying to get into or get out of. Because mm. we're just so weird with like travel and stuff. You are like, so you can weird just go travel. between the countries on a train like it's nothing. That's crazy. Oh yeah, you can actually. That's the yeah, I guess so. And like you know, my neighbors are uh, Irish. Well, they're mm, it's strange. Like they had a fa- they started their family here, then they moved to Ireland, so they grew up there a lot for most of their life. So I guess, but they're from okay. Ireland, and like yeah, they travel back and forth a lot. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a neat thing to be able to do. I, I, uh, that, I went to though. Canada once, so Canada, same continent. Mm-hmm. We they're, they're borders to the north. Um, as an American, it was easier to get into Canada than it was to get back into America. <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't really hard either way, because you know, obviously, I'm like, yeah, here's my my West Virginian driver's license. Like, you know, I was just here. Like, I'm an American. I but gotta tell it you, it was still it was still really easy to get into Canada. It was really easy. You, Here's you, my passport. All right, come on. You guys are right. You're right. Because when I went to New York, my God, was the freaking, like, dude at JFK. I had so many fucking questions as to why I was going there. And, like, he wouldn't. they don't let up the idea that you're not going to leave. I'm like, uh, I was in uh, Euro equivalent high school, sixth form here. I was like, dude, I have to go back to school. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't stay. <laughs> I uh, so one time, one of the the second time I went to VidCon, so this was 2013. Um, Your country has my week- fingerprints. <laughs> I, know, I feel very uneasy. <laughs> we have a lot of people's fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> so 2013, uh, uh, the week before VidCon, me and two of my friends, uh, both both from England, mm-hmm. we decided let's meet in San Francisco, which is like pretty far from LA or Anaheim where Bitcoin was, but let's, let's do that and do, do this whole ass trip and just drive down the coast all the way down. We'll make like a week out of it. Mm-hmm. And then VidCon at the end of that trip, it'll just be this big thing. And, um, and so Alex, uh, I finally find him at the airport, you know, after 
the international area, finally find him. It like takes me forever because it's a big airport. But we're like, where is Lewis, the third guy, also from? I want to say he's fr- he was from at the time. Uh, reading, I want to say he. So we're like waiting forever, and like an hour later, he comes out and like kind of sweaty and we're like what the fuck happened <laughs> and uh so he's a musician he's a very talented musician his name is lewis fieldhouse he they thought he was like gonna try to like make money here and like busk or something because he didn't he didn't have a work visa he was just coming hang out and go to vidcon and of course if you're a musician you're gonna bring your instruments to vidcon like are you shitting me so so just because he has a had a guitar on him they kept him for an hour and were like interrogating him basically it's like, holy shit. <laughs> I can't even imagine. We, we, we're like, what is going on? You know, I don't, I don't think he had a phone that he could talk to us with that didn't work in the States. I don't know what it was. We eventually found him. It was fine. But <laughs> wow. man, I will remember that forever, how stressful that was. Like, where the fuck is Lewis? <laughs> I think a lot of people have like uh, customs stories. <laughs> oh, yeah. They I don't would. know where to go with they this. Would. You guys are crazy. Like, <laughs> the Texas border would is be fucking scary. crazy. Um, being in another country's thing, being interrogated, I can't imagine what it's like. Mm. I would have to go to... I would have to... For me to experience that, I would have to go to, like, to the Middle East or something. Mm. I'd have to go to somewhere where they speak Farsi and try to... Dur- during, like... <laughs> during the hostage crisis of the... 70s or 80s, whenever that was. <laughs> Try to get back out. I just saw the movie Argo is why I said that specifically. That's, that's exactly what I thought of. Yeah. With Ben Affleck. That's a good movie. It's a damn good movie. It's a real <gasps> story, right? Yeah? Yeah, it is. Yeah, oh it yeah. Is. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck uh, is... I, um, I haven't compared it against what really happened in the history. and but Ben Affleck is a... Uh, a strange case of... Uh, He's very talented as an actor, as a director, um, but uh, he got burnt from the whole Batman thing. And by burnt, I think he like he, the deal. Maybe these actors go into a movie like that and think that they're going to get like an Avengers sort of scenario and be the next big thing. Uh, be treated sure, like yeah, the for Avengers like years teaser. in your head, yeah. And yeah, then, for like, like a very long time, you think like this is my stepping off point, mm-hmm. and you just don't think about your life. <laughs> and then, like, else. and then the cat comes into the room. And then, like, what they don't realize is that your entire experience is really down to what studio you're working with. And the uh, the uh, yeah, wa- sure. the Warner Brothers guys and the the DC dudes don't have it cut like uh the marvel dudes do uh, and we're talking about specific studio like politics and things like that and getting stuff off the ground was really hard and he has a substance abuse problem i say that it's alcohol um and then he's gone to do another movie he's got he stepped away from batman to do other movies like he he has like a whole load of movies that are like actually quite good and he directs and he acts as the main role in them um he has a killer back catalog too mm. he's been in some amazing movies like years ago for sure so mm. he, he's come from i think a it's great called place. um finding your way back or something to that sort of notion oh, okay. and it's it's sort of like his because he, he's an alcoholic so like the idea is like getting back to where you need to be however I saw an interview for that movie and he was clearly off his fucking face <laughs> slurring on his words and stuff. I'm like Yeah you you I don't know how to help you, is the truth. Uh, a lot of people think the big break is gonna be what sets them straight. It kinda reminds me of Bojack Horseman. Bojack Horseman is a story, it's a cartoon about a uh uh a horse person but he is trying to be a big actor and it's he keeps setting his happiness on things that he wants to achieve and the reality is you in life you continue to achieve things but they don't necessarily bring you happiness right sure you're not happy i'm not happy just because i got my degree and my masters um and to put 
to put happiness in a place where you're supposed to achieve it is uh, quite dangerous. So a lot of the time the series uh, starts in an okay place, goes in a dark place, and by the end of the series, it just returns to an okay place again. And not this magical happy ending where it's like everything is insane and great. It's about like um, just being okay and that it's okay just to be okay. And that sure, yeah, you- being being happy with uh, where you're at, which 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 in a good from this perspective, you can do that just about anywhere, which is mm-hmm. good. I mean, that's I mean, comparing that to thinking that you have to achieve all this shit to be happy, that's so far off. I don't know. Knowing that you can be happy where you're at is like kind of a nice feeling. I think the reason people don't get there right away is because it's hard. It's just hard to believe. Like, no, I feel shitty right now. Why, why, how on earth would I feel happy and content with where I'm at? Yep. Just perspective shift, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist, psychologist, therapist, mechanic, you know? And not I think maybe at this time it, it's Rocket worth surgeon. remembering to, to try and choose to be happy. Yeah. And not let I'm everything... going to be happy in three... Two, one, <laughs> everything's great. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> Don't you know you just have to count down from three and then it happens? It's easy. Okay. Uh, this has been the Super Salty Podcast. My name's Nia Sharari. You can find me on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Nino. That's N-E-E-N-A-W. Links are in whatever description you happen to come across. Max, give them your socials. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at uh, Thunder underscore Smell. Thanks for listening to Super Salty Podcast. You have uh, listened to a video game podcast. I'm not going to do a pun. Goodbye.